Hello and welcome back to Small Talk. We've got a great episode ahead as we speak with a pair from William Peace. I'm your host, Katie Mucci. Each week on this show, we highlight the past and present of Division Three, with both current and former student athletes joining to talk about their experiences, their favorite on-campus spots, the craziest road trip stories, and more. This week, we've got Logan Ayers, a current member of the softball team, alongside a William Peace Hall of Famer, Nikki Dobbins. We talk about the best spots around Raleigh, their favorite stories from the road, why they chose Division Three, and more. Thanks for joining this week. Now it's time for some small talk. Hey, my name is Nikki Dobbins. I am a former softball player at William Peace University. Uh, I was actually Peace College back when I played. I am currently the Director of Client Support for Brightly Software, um, a company here in Cary, North Carolina. We provide management software and operation software for a bunch of different uh, market segments. Hi, my name is Logan Ayers. I'm a current softball player at William Peace University. Um, I'm also in my senior year right now, and I'm a double major in business administration and sports and fitness studies. Well, thank you both for hopping on here. Logan, sounds like you're busy with two majors and a yes. softball season, very close coming. So I appreciate you taking time to hop on here. And Nikki, you as well, you obviously are out in the working world. So thanks for joining me today. I'm excited to chat with you um, kind of about your experiences. And this is part of our 50th anniversary. So getting to see the differences from then and now um, has been really fun all year um, as we've done this podcast. So excited to hear from you too. We will start out on campus. So Logan, I'll have you kick off this first question, but let's talk about you and your teammates. You're hanging out. You want to go find a spot to hang out on campus or around campus. What are kind of those places you all go? And then Nikki, if you want to follow up and let me know if any of those are the same or if not, what you what you guys were doing back then. Yeah, of course. Um, So the campus at Peace is absolutely beautiful. There are so many different spots to go and hang out. But I would say for me, probably my favorite would be Bingham Lawn. So it's this big lawn in front of um, one of our residence halls right beside the softball field. And there's like a few hammocks out there. Um, So it's super relaxing to go out there with your friends, kind of chill in the hammocks and work on some homework. So that's usually where I would go in my free time. Yeah, that's uh, pretty similar to when I was there. I think Really, the, the majority of the time we spent outside of Ross um, dorm, there was like a nice little patio and, and uh, chairs and seating out there. And so um, we would go sit out there and you just hang out on a nice summer night. Um, we used the, the Bingham lawn back in the day as a place where we would go and lay out. Um, so in between classes, you'd take your books out there, put the bathing suit on, bring a towel and go sit on the lawn, try to get some sun. But yeah, we, we didn't have, I know, they've made a lot of changes since I was there. And so like the the cafeteria and the student center and everything above that didn't even exist when I was there. Um, so majority of the time we were really just hanging out in front of the dorms and, um, you know, trying not to get in trouble. <laughs> and I have not been to William Peace campus or the surrounding area. Is there much of a town around it or is it kind of a smaller area? Yes. So it's like right in the middle of downtown Raleigh. So you're like around everything. So that's like really cool. Perfect. So one, one question that's been fun to ask of my, my current student athletes is when you, your parents are in town and your family's in town and they're, you have more of a budget than your college kid uh, money will take you to go to dinner. What are the spots that you're asking your parents to take you? Um, For me, I would say Morgan Street Food Hall. So it's this um, a bigger building kind of downtown Raleigh and inside there's a bunch of different like food retailers. Um, so, I mean, they have various 
different food options such as Chinese food, Japanese, burgers, pizza, sushi, all of that. So I love going there. And they also have this one shop. It's called Raleigh Rolls. So it's the rolled up ice cream. And that's like my favorite. So I love going there with my parents. Then also Mojo's Burger Joint is also right downtown. It's probably like just like a few minutes away from school. Um, so if I'm looking for a good burger, I usually go there. But those are definitely like two of my favorite spots to go with my family after games and stuff. So yeah, we uh we used to go if you, if you were looking for a nice fancy dinner, I would try and talk them into going to like 42nd Street Oyster Bar, which is not very far from campus. Um, I know with Seaboard right next door, there's a lot of places over there that um, are newer uh, that didn't exist back in the day. Um, but we definitely, Mojo's was definitely one too that we would go to a lot. Um, it's right up on the corner and Mellow Mushroom, I think too, just for kind of quick, quick meals after games. Um, nobody, you know, everybody likes pizza. <laughs> definitely. And Nikki, you, you know, your dad is the coach of the team. He was the coach when you were there and he still is. Do you make it out to a good number of games still or do you have to get out yeah. there too much? Yeah, I try to come to as many games as I can, as much as my work schedule allows me to. Um, yeah, dad, it's the 25th season, so he's been there longer than I was there. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I try and come, you know, they do the the pink game and some of the other big ones where they, they bring in um, – food trucks and, and vendors and things like that. So I try to come out there. I have a almost two-year-old that I like to bring out and have him run around, um, maybe run the bases in between games, that kind of thing. So I try to get out there as much as I can. That's awesome. All right. Now let's think about traveling on the road. So Nikki, I'll have you kick this one off. Um, one thing that's been interesting doing this podcast is how travel has changed over the years. Um, from maybe a couple of vans that your coaches are driving to charter buses. So Nikki, what's that travel or what was that travel like for you? How were you guys doing it? Um, and then Logan, you can follow yeah. up with now. Yeah. So we definitely had vans. I think there were two vans that Peace owned that sat behind the gym. One of them was better than the other. So you tried to get on the good van first so that you had like air conditioning um, <laughs> and good, good brakes and suspension and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, mostly it was vans driven by either my dad or the other coach that we had at the time. Um, the only time we did get like a nice big bus was when we went really long distances. So we did go to Florida, my, I think it was my junior year for a tournament, uh, during spring break. And so we got like a nice big charter bus and, uh, were able to take that down there. But other than that, we relied on those vans and hopefully they were not broken down at the time so that we could uh, all be comfortable and not squish into one. Um, so now, so William Peace, they don't own any of their own buses. So I, we rent them out now. Um, so we're very fortunate. The buses that we take to away games are very, very nice buses. Um, so that's always super fun. Um, road trips away with the team, the bus rides. For me, that's like one of my favorite memories, playing softball. Like it's just always a good time. And then this season, we're actually traveling to Alabama um, towards the end of February. And we'll be there for the weekend. So we're super pumped about that. And then also, since I've been at Peace, we always travel to Myrtle Beach for our spring break. Um, so we always play in a tournament down there. That's always super fun. And then while we're down there, obviously, we all go out and eat as a team and we'll do different fun activities. Like last year, one of the nights we did like a, a murder mystery dinner um, and then they fed us there. So that's always super cool. So Coach Charlie always loves to get us involved and engaged and take us all to do fun things. So we're all super grateful for that. 
Murder Mystery Dinner sounds incredible. That sounds like a blast. Oh yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> I bet. Did you guys solve it? I guess I haven't done one. So what's the um, outcome? Honestly, I feel like a, I really I can't really remember. I think a few <laughs> of us did. So, but no, it was super fun. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Now let's talk about academic. So the student part is student athlete. Um, you said you are double majoring in business and what was the other one, Logan? Um, sports and fitness studies. Sports and fitness studies. And then Nikki, when you were there, what was your major? Yeah. Um, so when I was there, I think we only had five majors maybe. Um, so there was not a lot to, to pick from, um, but definitely they've expanded that over the last, how, how long ago did I graduate? A lot of years. Um, but my major, I did liberal studies. I don't know if that is still a major. I think it's called something else, maybe global studies or something like that. Um, but I did my minor in psychology. Um, I, I wanted to do uh, education, but it wasn't an option. And so it was kind of like you could do liberal studies as a way to get your gen ed and things and then take some classes from different areas um, as well so that you kind of had a more well-rounded sort of education there. Um, but yeah, so I did liberal studies with a minor in psychology and it was fun. Very cool. So it sounds like probably not a ton of overlap with those two majors or the three majors, I guess. But um, I guess, Nikki, first, you just looking back at your time there. I mean, obviously, it sounds like your dad was the coach before you got there. So that probably was a big pull together. But I'm sure he would have been OK with you going anywhere to play softball. What made you decide to choose William Peace and and what made you stick around? Yeah, um, you know, I think dad started working there when I was in high school. Um, so I'd gotten pretty good exposure to campus and kind of what happens over there. I used to go and watch them practice or, you know, hang out in the gym while they're doing a basketball game, that kind of thing there. And I really just, I fell in love with the small kind of campus atmosphere. Um, you know, everybody knows who you are. You're not just like a number out there. You could walk down in, in the middle of campus and you see your teacher and they're like, Hey, Nikki, or, you know, whoever you are, um, they, they know who you are. So it was very personal, um, kind of that way. Um, I think the other part that drew me obviously was the softball part. Um, I hadn't played for my dad in a while. Um, growing up, you know, when I was little, sure, he coached me in like t-ball and, and little league. But then when I got into doing some travel ball and things like that, he kind of took a step back, um, usually coached the age division below me. So he could still go to the tournaments and things and, and watch, but um, kind of wanted to make sure that I had other people that were teaching me things and not just him all the time. So coming back there, you know, that was a, a definite bonus to get to play for my dad again. Um, it's a learning curve. I, I learned a lot. I learned to zip my mouth in certain situations or run laps. So um, that part was fun, but I think I, I could have gone, you know, a, a different route and sat on the bench two years, but I wanted to play and I, I knew I could um, have an opportunity to, you know, kind of come in as a freshman earn my spot and, um, hopefully get out on the field. So that's kind of what drew me, drew me there. I feel like people always think the coaches kids have it easier, but a lot of the time you have a lot more. They're oh, like, yeah. I know what you're going to do. <laughs> oh yeah. And especially, you know, he, because it's so small too, he knows all the teachers. Mm -hmm. And so like, if I didn't go to class that day, they could just go tell him. And then he'd be like, why weren't you in class that day? And I'd be like, I was sick. I don't know. Um, <laughs> why are you spying on me? So there was definitely some of that balance that we had to work out just you know, I was like, dad, you, you can't come in the dorm room every night and make sure I'm there and doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You have to let me live a little bit, but, um, we worked it out. And then towards the end, you know, it was, it was great. I wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> well, that's a great experience to get to have. Yeah. Um, Logan, how about for you? Why did you choose William Peace? 
Yes. So for me, it was a very hard decision about where I wanted to go. I was very torn. I actually did not end up making my decision on where, what school I wanted to attend up until like the day I graduated high school. So it was like the day of graduation. That was when I finally decided. Um, and so for me, it was just, I was basically choosing between going a little bit further from home and staying a little bit closer. So I ended up coming to William Peace, which is a little bit further than my house. Um, so I'm super thankful um, that I did that. Another reason I chose Peace too was because like um, Nikki was saying, just the idea of a smaller campus, a small, smaller school environment. And that was a big factor for me. I've always attended a smaller school. And then too, when you do uh, attend a smaller school, you're able to develop um, closer relationships with your professors, more of a one-on-one -on -one relationship, which is great. Um, and also, like she was saying, everybody knows everybody on campus. So that's always fun. You don't know a stranger. It's just like one big family. Um, so that's been great. I'm so thankful that I went the route that I did and I decided to venture out a little bit and explore a different cities. So I'm super thankful for that. And then obviously softball was a huge factor. I loved Coach Charlie um, and I love the program that they had at Peace. The current players that were there at the time, I loved all of them and just the whole co coaching staff. So that all played into my decision of going to Peace. Very cool. And now that you're there, you're in your senior year, I think. Um, is that correct? Senior yes, year? Yes, ma'am. Yep. Okay. Um, you are double majoring. Talk about your academic experience since you've been there. Like yes. what has been like balancing everything? Yes. So I will say, so I have changed my major a couple of times. Um, so coming in, I was just going to be, I was just going to have one major and then a minor and then I kind of shifted gears a little bit. And then I just decided, well, I might as well do a double major because I did come in with um, a decent amount of credits from high school. So I did have that opportunity. So I was like, I might as well take advantage of this. Um, so at first I was actually an exercise and sports science major with a minor in business. And then I just fell in love with my business classes. Um, and then I was thinking, well, instead of majoring in ESS, I could major in sports and fitness studies because also coaching interests me like um, personal training that's also a big thing for me so I was like that would be perfect so I decided to go that route which I will say business um, is the major I'm more into I'm more interested in pursuing that outside of college um, I plan on getting my MBA after postgrad undergrad so hopefully that'll all work out um, but it's been it hasn't been too bad like for my senior year last semester I did have 18 credits and this semester I'm taking 16 so I definitely am. It's definitely a big workload, but it's all about time management, knowing how to manage your time and just making sure I'm setting aside, you know, time to study, and especially while we're in season two, just making sure I'm managing that well. That's very impressive. Congratulations on Thank getting you. to your senior it. year. <laughs> one more semester. I know, one um, more. MBA, so one more semester, then more school. <laughs> exactly. And then more school. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so now let's get to some story time. So um, I want to hear first the funniest or craziest story you have, but appropriate um, for this podcast. But what's a funny or crazy story? Maybe it's from the road. Maybe it's from a prank or something. I don't know. So Logan, I'll have you kick that one off. Oh, gosh. Me go first. Okay. Okay. So thinking about this one, I would say maybe it was my sophomore year, which this really isn't like a crazy story. I just thought it was like super cool at the time. And it kind of was like surprised the whole team. But my sophomore year for media day, um, two of the seniors, they came in kind of later for their pitchers that day. 
and they came in and they're dressed up as grandmas. They had on like gray wigs. They had on like glasses. Like it was just so funny and like nobody was expecting it. And they just came like rolling in. I'm pretty sure they were like riding on like a scooter. And so they obviously got some media day pictures like dressed up as like grandmas as like senior citizens. So that was super cool. Um, so when I first thought about that, that's where my mind first went to. So that's hilarious. It was I so funny. Like, yeah, I'm back. I need to, we need to dig up those pictures. Oh, I know for um, sure. Nikki, how about you? Yeah, so I, I had to think about this one for a little bit. <laughs> Some that are not appropriate to tell, but there are a few um, pretty funny things. Well, I guess it's funny. So we were um, on a road trip to Shenandoah, so up in the mountains of Virginia, and we had a bus and we, there was a girl on the team at the time. I think this was my freshman year um, and she was a diabetic. But when we left Raleigh, she had forgotten all of her insulin and things like that. Didn't tell anybody, um, had tried to use uh, cake icing to regulate herself, ended up kind of going into a diabetic shock. And so we ended up in the emergency room with the entire softball team waiting for her parents to come um, be with her. Um, so that part of the night was a bit crazy. Um, and then we went to bed that night and woke up the next morning and there was like two inches of snow on the ground that we weren't planning for. So the ball games ended up getting canceled. So literally we just took a road trip up to the mountains of Shenandoah to go to the emergency room and then turn around and come home. So it was, um, pretty uh, out of the ordinary experience there, but yeah. uh, everybody was fine after the fact, she, you know, she got to the doctor and got her medicine and all that stuff. And, um, it was just, yeah, pretty, pretty interesting. <laughs> I thought she never forgot it again on the Oh yeah. Nobody has forgotten. <laughs> yeah. You guys yeah. probably didn't let her forget. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have your, your insulin, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's wild. I, yeah. and yeah, the snow, not, not so much fun to only go on a, an emergency room trip. Right. Okay. So those are funny or crazy or just wild stories, but let's talk about some favorite memories. So things that mean a lot to you as you look back on them. Um, Logan, I'll have you start this one again, but what's your favorite memory during your time so far with the program? Um, it's hard to pick just one favorite memory because I have so many, um, but I would say I love, so every fall season, the softball team, we always volunteer at Miracle League, which is this organization in Raleigh, which basically serves um, children and adults who have some sort of maybe physical or like mental disability um, and so we go out there and we volunteer and we just help them play the game of baseball so we assist them and just help them go out there and engage and just build relationships so each year the whole team volunteers to do that and that's always just so fun and it's such a great team bonding activity and activity and it's also a great way to just give back to our community um, so we always have a great time doing that and then also Nikki was mentioning earlier we always have peak games each season or like a USA game. And then obviously we have senior day. So it's always fun to like honor our seniors. Um, so when we have our pink out game, we'll be wearing like a different jersey. Usually obviously has some pink on it. And before the game, we'll honor any of those who may be there who have like suffered from cancer before or breast cancer. Um, so it's always good to do that. And then also for the USA game before those games as well. Like last year, we wore like, red and navy socks to represent like the USA and then before the game we also honored different veterans that were at the game so coach Charlie is very good with engaging and giving back to the community and recognizing um, different people so it's always super fun and then when I think about a specific game I would say probably my sophomore year we were playing Greensboro College in a doubleheader and it was a very intense game um, we ended up splitting, so I'm pretty sure maybe we won the first and lost the second, I want to say. But in all, we hit like six home runs, 
within this day. So that was like so much fun. So when I think about like a favorite game, I definitely think of that one because it was just the energy was great, very high energy. And it was just a super intense and fun game. So I love the giving back to the community. That's obviously a huge part of D3 um, yes. in general. So I'd love to hear that. Uh, Nikki, how about you? Yeah. Um, so similar to Logan, we used to do a lot of those events. You know, we would go to the local rec center and do a clinic for some of the, um, you know, younger kids and things like that. So it was good to get us out there and engage with the community. Um, I mean, you know, being many years removed from playing, trying to think of like one memory that sticks out is hard. You know, I think just the, the overall experience that I had at Peace was great. Um, I met made my best friends there like people I still you know talk to today I'm the godmother of their children that kind of thing um you know I got married on the softball field so peace has always kind of been a, a big part of our our life um favorite game though that you know how you said that Logan I have one it was my senior year it was senior day we were playing Meredith who is um our big rival so um back when I went it was peace college and we were all it was an all-girls school and Meredith is our across town rival who was also an all girls school. So every year we would play them big, big rivalry. Everybody come out and, che and cheer. Um, but my senior year, we were down by like three runs in the bottom of the seventh. And I come up to bat and we've got like bases loaded. I'm like, Oh, well, I'm not a home run hitter. So <laughs> we'll see what I can do here. Um, and I ended up actually just getting a nice little like, ball in the gap right through right center field circled the bases we ended up winning the game it was probably like the best day of my life we got to beat Meredith and I hit my first and only home run in college softball in the park that day so um yeah it's just you know everything about peace is is a great memory um a lot of opportunities have come from playing softball there I think you know we got to go to I got to go to Australia and play softball. Um, I got to go to Spain and play softball just from people watching us play and, and being asked to do that. So um, yeah, it's all of it. <laughs> all of it's the best. That's awesome. That's a, a great way to hit your one and only home run too. Yes. In the Good park. timing. Good timing. And on senior day too. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Now let's, we're going to start to wrap it up a little bit. So the last couple of questions I have for you are more general about division three. Um, as I mentioned, this is part of our 50th anniversary. So we're celebrating all division three things this year. Um, so the first question I have for both of you is just talk about what it means to you to be, or to have been a division three student athlete. And maybe that's things you get to do that you might not get the opportunity to do, whether it's clubs, sororities, double majors, things like that, that um, division three allows you to. So uh, Logan, take us off. Yeah. Um, so for me, I just think division three was absolute best route. Um, while being at peace, I've just been offered so many different opportunities and so much room to grow. And also being a student athlete within division three, like I feel like you do, like it's still is incredibly time consuming, but in comparison to maybe D1 or D2, like it is a little bit more flexible. You do have more time, which is like why I was able to do a double major if I would have, you know, gone to a school within a different division. I feel like that would have been way more difficult. Um, and just like I said, just the opportunities that I've come with it. Um, this past summer, I was able to travel to Indianapolis. I was invited to go to the um, Career and Sports Forum. 
So going to the headquarters and seeing that was incredibly beneficial and so rewarding. I was able to meet a bunch of different student athletes um, within the NCAA who, you know, are also within different divisions. Um, so just the connections that I made through that was incredible. And just opportunities such as that that I have been given and I've grown so much as a person. My leadership skills have um, developed my communication, time management, just all of that. I feel like I am the person I am today. Obviously, because I did go to peace, I did choose D3. It's just really shaped me into the person that I am today. So I'm super thankful for that. I love that. I'm glad you got to come visit us in Indianapolis. Yes, it was, awesome. I, it was such a great experience. Yes, I always hear good things about that program. I'm glad yes. you got to go to it. Nikki, how about you? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think traditionally, you know, maybe back in the day, I don't know so much, maybe not so much now, but, you know, you tell somebody you're going to play D3 and they're like, oh, well, you just can't hack it at D1. And it's not that at all. It's if you go play D1, that's your life. That's your job. You have no time to do anything else. And, you know, I knew I wanted to be able to have a life and enjoy college and and do things, you know, I play softball, but also do other things. And so I think D3 allowed you to do that. You know, it's it, like Logan said, it's still very time consuming, but you do have opportunity to spend time away from the ball field. Um, there is an off season, you know, so you do have that kind of flexibility there. Um, and heck, man, I even got to play soccer one year at peace, but that's a different story. <laughs> I'm not a soccer player. <laughs> Um, but, you know, again, that, it was still a good experience. And at D3, I don't think anywhere else I would have gotten that kind of opportunity to, to do that. Um, but, you know, I, I think um, it's too just do you do you want to play now or do you want to sit on the bench two years kind of thing um, as well. So I think there's there's more um, ability to kind of get in there and, and do it right from the beginning. You know, not not saying that you can't do that in D1, but I think it was maybe an unspoken rule back then that, you know, you're a freshman in a D1 program, you're going to sit on the bench or be a pinch runner for two years and, until, you know, all your seniors and everybody above you graduates and that kind of thing. So I think it was just a good opportunity to um, kind of get in there and, and with the future, you know, not all of us are going to go be Olympians and that kind of thing. So being able to have the time to go figure out what you want to do with your major and what do you want to do with your career and that kind of stuff, it, it'll just allow more flexibility for that um, to kind of figure out what to do after the, the softball world. That's a good point. I think in other sports we talk about, like there is a solid pro league where there is maybe a next step that you might think you could go to, but with softball, it's one of the hard things. It's, you know, there is, I think the, Athletes Unlimited, I think, has a pro league right now. Um, but other than that, Olympics really is the the sweet spot. So it is a good a, a sport where you kind of have to think about that next step. And I'm glad that that brought you to D3. Uh, last question for both of you. So 50 years down, many more to come. What do you see or what do you hope to see for the future of Division III? Um, and Nikki, you can start and Logan, follow up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I... I hope that it still continues to bring in the same level of uh, competition and the same level of um, athletes that it does now. I think, you know, back from I started peace in 2002 to now, you definitely have seen that grow. Um, I think it's going to be interesting with NIL and transfer portals and all of that stuff. You know, I think we, we mostly hear about it with D1 and the bigger places, but um, all of that is still available for D3 as well. So I think, that's kind of like an untapped thing so far. We, we don't hear a lot about it. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think anybody at Peace has an NIL deal, but 
maybe one day you'll you'll start hearing more about it there. So I think there's definite opportunity to get more exposure out there for everybody to understand like D3 is still college sports, college athletics. You can still be a college athlete at that level and have a great career and um, maybe earn money, that kind of thing too. So I feel like so I've been at Peace now for three and a half years and I feel like I've already seen like a growth within the Division Three level, which has been great. Um, and then, like I said, also going to Indianapolis and experiencing all of that was just super cool in itself, but kind of similar to what Nikki was saying, just continuing to watch the division grow and the different things that it will achieve, such as NIL, continuing to stay competitive, um, just growing within the amount of athletes playing within Division Three. I feel like that's super excited to look forward to and just look at the overall expansion. So Awesome. Well, thank you both again for joining me today. I had a great time chatting with you, hearing your stories um, and, and just hearing about your experience at William Peace. So thank you so much for hopping on here today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a great opportunity. This was great. Thank you so much. To everyone listening, thanks for tuning into this episode of Small Talk. We post new episodes every Thursday. To follow along with everything Division 3, you can find us on social media at NCAAD3 or NCAADIII. Make sure to join the conversation with us all year long by using the hashtag DIII50. Have a great day and we'll see you for some more small talk next week.